The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. The Israelites who had settled in Judea and Galilee were known as the Jews, and Herod was their king. But the most powerful ruler in all the land was Augustus, the Roman emperor. Augustus wanted to know how many of his subjects lived in each country. And he gave the order that all persons must return to the town of their birth to sign a register. Joseph and Mary traveled to Bethlehem where Joseph had been born. But when they arrived, the inns were full and they had to stay in a stable. Here, Jesus was born. That night, an angel appeared to a group of shepherds watching their flocks in the field. I bring you joyful news. Christ the Lord has been born to save mankind. You will find him in a stable, lying in a manger. Go now to Bethlehem and honor him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord. You all may be seated now, and we're going to tell you the story. Now, today our story begins with this man. His name was Isaiah, and Isaiah was a prophet. And Isaiah lived thousands of years before Jesus was born, but he's important on this day because of what he, what he said. His name means God is my salvation. All our names mean something, you know. And you might look up what your name particularly means. God is my salvation was what he was called. And this is what he said many years ago. He said this. For us, a child is born. To a son is given, and the government will be at his, on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That was many years before Jesus was born. Now, there was a decree that came out of Augustus. And he said, everybody has to go to where they were born and where your grandfather was, where grandpa lived. And so for, for Mary and Joseph, Joseph's grandfather lived in Bethlehem. And, and well, that's where he was born. And so Augustus said, you gotta go there and sign the paper so I can tax you. Well, if you don't go, there's a severe punishment. Well, here's Joseph. They got to go to a little village in Bethlehem, and that little village is down here, right around here in Bethlehem. You can see it there. And it's a small village. And that's where Joseph was born. And that's where his grandfather lived and parents all the time in that particular village. Well. That's what the village looked like probably at that time. Wasn't very big, 
maybe I'm guessing 500 people, maybe it was a small village in that time, but that's, that's where it was, and that's where they had to go. Well, Mary and Joseph lived in a town called Nazareth. It's a pretty big city now, but at that time it wasn't very big. And Mary grew up there with her mom and dad, and she's a pretty girl. And she lived in that village, and she got to know a young a man named Joseph. Well, there's Joseph, he's a nice looking guy. And he lived in Nazareth, and he worked there, and they got to know one another, and pretty soon, they fell in love. And Joseph went to Mary's mom and dad and said, I love your daughter, can I, can I marry her? And they said yes. And so Joseph and Mary went before the leader of the synagogue and he blessed their engagement. It was a wonderful and exciting time. You can imagine the things they thought about, their wedding and all kind of growing up and, and, and maybe making a house for themselves. Well. God had another plan, you see, and that happens to all of us a lot. We have a plan and God has his plan and God's plan always wins, you know. <laughs> so here, there's Mary and she would go get water at the well and bring water back to her mom and dad. There it is, right there. And on the way back, as you can see, she got tired, so she sat down and she had that jug of water before her and she was resting. And all of a sudden, gosh, an angel appeared. That angel's named Gabriel and that angel interrupted all Mary and Joseph's plans and appeared before that young woman, Mary, and said, Mary, God has a plan for you God has chosen you to bear his son, Jesus. And she, she was, well, you can imagine how thrilled she was. I mean, how she was flabbergasted that the angel would come to her and see her, and there she was. And she said, I will, to God's plan. Well, as soon as he said, I will, Gabriel dumped, ran right over to Joseph's place, and Joseph's sleeping, and the angel Gabriel appears to him in a dream and says, Joseph, things have changed. Mary's gonna bear a son, being overshadowed by the Spirit of God, and that son's gonna be the Son of God, and his name's gonna be Jesus, and you're responsible to take care of them. Well, that, that changed everything. And all, not only that, what happened was, now comes a note from the Emperor Augustus. He says, everybody's got to go to Bethlehem, sign up. And if you don't go, there'll be severe punishment. So here's Joseph and Mary, she's pregnant and about to have birth by this time. And he has to travel 90 days, all the way from Nazareth, all the way down to Bethlehem. Took about six days. Now there's no motels, boys and girls, and so the way they stayed on the way was in caves. Between Nazareth and Bethlehem, lots of caves. And they stayed in those caves overnight. 
and they went all the way down following the Jordan River. The donkey was a proud donkey. That donkey was very important in this story because that donkey carried Mary, who was pregnant with the baby Jesus, and there's Joseph. Remember, he was charged to take care of them. He was leading them down to Bethlehem to sign everything up. Well, it's the evening of the sixth day, and there they are overlooking the village of Bethlehem. And they said, let's go down there, and it's a small village, and there's probably only one inn in that village, but let's find it and see if we can stay overnight. Well, they went down, and the whole village, it's small, but it was crowded because everybody in every generation that was born there had to go back and sign the papers for Augustus. And so there's Mary and the donkey and Joseph, and she says to this woman here, this, one, this, this lady here is standing there, and she says to her, where is the inn? Says, gotta go that way. <laughs> and so they went that way, and they got to the inn, but look, all the animals are on the first floor where they stay, and the second floor is full, and the owner of the inn is up in the top saying to them, no room, not even for the animals. But there's a manger in the back where the animals stay to protect, protect themselves from the wind. You can go there. And so they went back to that manger and look at the animals there. And it was good the animals were there because you know when your puppy dog gets up and sits beside you, how warm that is? Well, the animals there kept the manger warm. And so they were in the manger, and if you look on top of the manger, there's a great light. Astronomers believe, recently astronomers believe, well, a few years ago, 20 years ago, I guess, that astronomers believe there were Saturn and Venus coming together close to one another that produced a great light about 6 BC. That's when Jesus was born. And that light was right over that manger almost. Well, the baby Jesus was born. Now what's interesting is the little bird there, right on the edge, and the animals sensed that this was a very important birth. They could sense that within themselves. And there they are, the angels clapping and singing. It's a great day, the Savior has been born, as God has promised. And Mary and Joseph fulfilled what Jesus, what God asked them to do. Now the shepherds saw that star too. They were in a field nearby and that's where they had their sheep and they fed them and took care of them. And they saw the star and they said, well, something's going on. And then a group of angels came and began to sing. And so they said, we gotta go see what that is. And of course they took the sheep with them because they couldn't let them alone. And so they went and they went to that manger and all the sheep came and it made it warmer for the baby Jesus as they were there. 
Now, Jesus taught us a lot of things. He taught us basically his only commandment he really gave us in all his ministry was to love one another as I have loved you. And before that, he also through a prophet said, we have to act justly and we need to love mercy and we need to walk humbly with your God. That's our charge. And today, let's fulfill it. Amen. Amen.